Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. We're going to get this one started quick, but I want to say thank you everybody for all the support. Make sure you follow us, whether it's on YouTube, hit the bell button. If you're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever, just hit subscribe, share it with your friends. We appreciate the support. Make sure you check us out at Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. Follow me at Sonder Marketing. And make sure you listen to the sponsors. Don't jump ahead because we got a new sponsor. And we want to make sure that you guys support us, support the sponsors. If you pick up one of our shirts or if you support the sponsors, We get a little bit of kickback, just being honest with you, and that helps support the podcast. So check them out. And why don't you go ahead and start off by going to chocaloha.com using the promo code Jujitsu Radio, and you'll get 10% off. No, scratch that. 20% off your entire order at chocaloha.com when you go to the checkout and you hit the little promo code section and you type in Jujitsu Radio. You get 20% off. I mean, it's that easy. I literally can't make it any easier for you guys. Go ahead and check them out. They got some of the dopest gear, whether it's the brand new shirts that they're putting out or some of the patches or the hats or the t-shirts or even the accessories. Like, I got my dope Chocoloha purple belt keychain. You're welcome. You know, go ahead and check it out. They supported the podcast from day one, and if you see, almost every one of my geese has a Chocoloha patch for a reason, because they're cool, they support me, and I support them, support the people that support you, you feel me, bro? Chocoloha.com, promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio, and then go check out our homies over at JujitsuSoapCo.com, use the promo code JJ Radio at checkout there, and you'll get 10% off. I'm telling you guys, they got some of the dopest soaps. They got some of the coolest gear as far as different types of patches and stuff. They actually have, uh, I actually have the Samurai patch and the Alien patch. So for all my uh, Area 51 people, I think you're going to dig it. That's probably the closest you're ever going to get to some aliens. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Use the promo code JJRadio and you'll get 10% off all of that. So... If you need to get stuff for the, the, the holidays or you want to hook yourself up, promo code is JJ Radio. Then check out our homies over at giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio at checkout. And if you get anything over $99 or more, you get 25% off. So it's, you're, you're really only spending $75. So, you know, can't go wrong with that, especially when you see all the cool hats and t shirts that they got. You guys always see me rocking my. Um, Rear naked choke hat or my heel hook hat. Actually, my favorite one out of all of them, though, is the Superman punch hat. Just one of my favorite moves in MMA. I always love seeing someone flying in with a punch to the dome. It's hilarious. But you can get your own at giraffechoke.com, promo code JJRadio. And finally, check out our newest hookup. I guess they're not really sponsors, but they definitely support the podcast, and you're going to hear from them pretty soon. But Diamond MMA, when you need to protect your your kibbles and bits, your, your twigs and berries, Diamond MMA is going to be the way for you to go. You can get a discount. Just type in Jiu-Jitsu Radio at checkout. Go to DiamondMMA.com. See why Joe Rogan has been talking about this cup for so long. They're actually going to be coming up on the podcast pretty soon uh, in the next episode. Not this one, the one after this one. But 
in the meantime, you can get yourself started, especially for all the fighters, for all the the older gentlemen that uh, that want to roll jujitsu but they don't want to get hit in the nuts. Make sure you check with your professor at first if you're allowed to wear a cup. Uh, you know, some people have a problem with it, but if you're gonna fight, you need to wear a cup. So go ahead and get yours, Diamond MMA. Uh, diamondmma.com if I can speak proper English and use the promo code jujitsu radio at checkout and you'll get 10% off you're welcome and now without further ado here's the podcast you can't neither <laughs> here's the deal I'm the best there is plain and simple I mean I wake up in the morning I piss excellence and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, we're doing this one remote again. We had some other stuff planned, but uh, we uh, we try and change on the dime. So. Well, we didn't want to wait another week to get you guys another episode. So, Sean, you there? I am here. All right. So we had a we had an episode last week that we're still working on. We had technical difficulties on that one just because we're trying to up our game on guests and stuff. So we got another one this week that, that we have planned, but they're exciting. So we just got to stay patient on this stuff. Yeah, you um, bunch of ingrates. Let us do our job and it'll be worth it. So right off the bat, uh, let me go ahead and go over our picks from last week from the fights. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't do so. I mean, I I don't. You were 50. You were 50%. Yeah. So did you watch the fights, though? I did watch the fights. I How fucking good was that last fight? That Well, it was. I thought Robert Whitaker was doing great. You, you must have not been paying attention then. Great as far as anybody else that has fought Adesanya. I don't know, man. I think um, who was it that he that he fought? I mean, Anderson gave him a little bit of trouble, and then um, yeah, but was, it was like watch. It was like watching him fight a uh, version of himself. So it's yeah, it was kind of cool though. Yeah, like it was so, like old versus new you. Yeah. So from because we only did two fights. Al Iaquinta versus Dan Hooker. Carlos picked Iaquinta, and you and I picked Dan Hooker, and we won that one by decision. So holy, you know, holy shit, did Hooker look good in that fight? Right, I'm telling you. Listen, I'm not happy that he beat Gilbert, but it like he beat Gilbert, and he's had some crazy good fights lately. So he's he's got a lot of potential, man. And then well, Whitaker, and then, what's that? Think about it like this: Hooker. Um, he he was uh the he was fighting 145 at one point i think now he's, this was one this was 155 and Iaquinta took Khabib to you know all five rounds yeah so this you know not, not i'm not saying that he's he he's going to be Khabib or he's anywhere ready to beat Khabib but Dan Hooker you know to me Dan Hooker beat Iaquinta in more sound of a fashion than uh, Khabib did. Yeah. I think with Khabib, it was a little bit of a struggle, but this one, Dan Hooker just kind of seemed to to breeze through it for the most part. But it's also Iaquinta is kind of like, it's it's starting to feel like he's more one foot in, one foot out 
because of everything, all the drama that he's got with the UFC. And then he talks about he makes much more money just doing his real estate stuff, which I don't doubt it. So it's kind of like, why would you keep on fighting to do your job? You know, that's, that's my biggest thing. Um, so then we went Whitaker against Adesanya. You picked Whitaker and Carlos and I picked Adesanya. So all I'd like to say is that I, I beat the two black belts on fight picks. I'm just saying. What are the black belts in what MMA? Jiu-jitsu. Carlos is a jiu-jitsu black belt, I, my friend. I understand, but we we're talking about MMA, not jiu-jitsu. Doesn't matter. And Carlos is an ADCC ref. Actually, no, now that I'm well no, Carlos is fifty fifty two, so whatever. I mean, you know, shout out to to our boy Carlos. Appreciate it. He was on the podcast last week for everyone that's listening to us now. So we're gonna be releasing that um that episode hopefully in the next day or so. Actually, you know what we haven't um uh, talked about too, and I've been meaning to talk about it. Uh, remember our boy Scott from Jocko? Um our entrepreneurial friend scott actually has opened up a bjj gym um down south um with uh oh my gosh i forget the name i wrote it down um kuchan bjj kuchan bjj um jay-z was there he did a free seminar and stuff like that so they had a huge party uh at the end of september so i just want to give a big shout out to uh to scott and congratulations on the new gym uh i wish you nothing but the best on that one because we both know it's not easy to open up a jujitsu school no it's not at all uh, so did you get to see um gordon against paul harris this past weekend no i didn't get this i saw some highlights um so I, I didn't get to watch the whole thing but i you know it's it was basically you know gordon on his back for eight minutes yeah, and he was. Did you see the post that he made? Who Gordon about yeah. about, what, about his legacy? No, no, no. Gordon made a post right after the fight, kind of recapping the fight, and he was talking about, "Oh, I tried to when I had his back. I tried to sink into the submission, but he was slippery. He's like, I've never had like the submission go out because I slipped off of it. It was really awkward. He's like, it's never happened to me before. Kind of like insinuating that um, Paul Harris was greased up. I mean, it was blatantly insinuating, but then he was like, oh, you know, he's a, he's a very nice guy, whatever. And just kind of giving Paul Harris props, but he was kind of insinuating. Uh, he was mad that he didn't get the submission, but he, he should have had it. But it, the guy was a little extra slippery. Well, I, you know, and he do, here's the thing. Dude doesn't have a neck either. That too. And he's also juiced to the gills. Holy sugar was he. Like, I mean, he literally looks like a mini Hulk. I think like just looking at that, that's probably a preview of what uh, Gordon Ryan against Galvao would look like, to be quite honest. Yeah. That, that's what I, I think it would look like. You know, after watching Galvao at, at this past ADCC, I, again, I was, you know, everyone was talking about him, you know, retiring and not not defending his title anymore. But, um, yeah, I, I'm now, I'm like, I tell you what, after watching him, like, just kind of steamroll uh, Pena, I'm wondering what will happen to Gordon in that situation. 
but I see the thing is with Pena, it was like from being there in person and watching it, the dude was gassed two minutes out. And he was just sitting down on the floor. Like, it honestly just looked to me like he did not train at all for that match. Yeah, like, he didn't. He, I definitely, like, when he walked out, I'm like, is that, is that, like, he looks different. Like, he didn't look as, like, when, when I, when he beat Gordon, he looked like he was in, like, you know, he was chiseled. Yeah. He didn't he was look definitely, he was, he was kind of floppy. I mean, floppier than usual. He definitely didn't look like someone that had been training for a super fight by any means necessary, especially not someone of Galvao's character and level. It just it didn't look like he was really, really prepared for the match. And it shows. It shows. I think his skills as a black belt kept him surviving for that entire match, but it's his lack of preparation that didn't help him to, to get anywhere close to a finish, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, yeah, not an, I mean nowhere. Like he well actually he had the closest submission in my yeah. eyes. Like he, he he was the one that came closest. Andre um Galval didn't he like I can't remember him being close to any submission. It was just him wrestling. It was well, it's ADCC. It's ADCC. It's it's about the the wrestling, the grappling, the fighting. You know, you could have the submission attempts. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna win. You know, so it's it is what it is. But I definitely don't think he was prepared. And then our boy Mikey Musumeki, he uh, defeated Joseph Lee with an omoplata over at the World Jiu Jitsu uh, Festival this past weekend too. I didn't get to watch that match, but. If you saw the photo of Mikey, he was jacked. Well, Mikey, Mikey is jacked. No, 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 no. You can tell Mikey is, is is growing up because he is ripped and he was definitely hood swole. It wasn't like the Mikey that that we last saw. It's like, yeah, that kid is is in good shape for sure. No, he's he's been lifting for sure. No, well, he's always been like Mikey's always been like trying to um like he's always been doing training besides that. And, you know, he, his body, Mikey's body is just like morphed to jujitsu. It's like the perfect jujitsu body because he's been doing it since he was four years old. Yeah. He's going to have trouble walking at 40 for sure. Right. But, but he's added all of this, all of the weight training and conditioning to it. Yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's been putting the work specifically for the sport, and it shows. But all I'm saying is, it definitely shows. So when that kid turns 25, 26, he's going to be an absolute machine to the to an even more um, horrifyingly scary point for sure. Um, Rafael Lovato uh, beat uh, Richie Martinez too with a Kimura. Mikey won with an Omoplata, but Rafael Lovato beat. He finished Richie the Omoplata. Yeah, he finished on my platter and won. He got the submission. And then uh, Lovato got a Kimura on Richie, the boogeyman, which I'm kind of surprised because it doesn't really seem like he would get stuck in that position that often. Well, and, you know, everybody was – somebody recently was talking about how jacked Lovato looks. Like, no, um, he's, he's definitely – putting in the the extra work for sure and by work i mean acai (laughs) 
He's he's dipping extra into the acai bowl. He's not he's not going looking for that bombada. I don't know, man. I don't know what he's doing, but he's. I agree with you. He's definitely looking like he's in better shape than. Uh, yeah, I didn't. It, it wasn't me. It was I. I watched it on. What did I watch it? Oh, you know who it was? It was. It was. I want to say it was Gordon Ryan said something. Well, Gordon is. Uh, everybody's kind of ripping back onto uh, Drysdale now. Because of uh, Gordon kind of calling him out on his bullshit, I don't know if you saw that. No, like, not you know, what, so you know what was going on. Remember, I think we talked about it about Gordon and uh, Robert Drysdale going back and forth. Yeah, like how he called him out because right, and Gordon was like, "Oh, why don't you compete now?" And Drysdale was, I, like, I, oh, was that Drysdale? I thought that was. Um, There's a bunch of people that he went. Yeah, to. I thought I thought that was. Uh, what's the other? You're you're ignoring fifty percent of the body. Um, Lister. That was Dean Lister. I don't yeah. think no. I don't think he called out Dean Lister. Not that I don't remember. No, it was Drysdale. He called out Robert Drysdale, and that was the funny part because Drysdale was sitting there and um, and commenting on the matches at ADCC. So, but you, you remember you and I talked about it, right? Yeah, no, no. I remember we no. talked. I just thought it was. I'm recalling Dean Lister, which obviously wasn't. No, so so that was the thing. So now then, uh, Gordon is kind of calling him out on his bullshit. He's like, "Bro, come on, you got you got popped for you uh, for usage of steroids twice, and you got fired for it." And then even Dope Grappling joined in on the fun. And then I completely forgot. I was like, "Man, I totally forgot." The Drysdale did pop when he made he was trying to make his UFC debut um, a few years ago, but he got kicked out of the UFC and then Bisping called him out on it too. He like he did this whole interview and I have it. I'll tell you what the uh, hold on. I'll read the the headline because I was reading it before. I thought it was hilarious and it said. Uh, Bisping rants about PED users says Drysdale is not a steroid cheat, not only a steroid cheat, he's fucking stupid. And then in the uh, in the actual article, he says fucking Drysdale, he can kiss my ass. Bisping told Junkie, I've never met the guy who could be the the nicest guy in the world, but what I see is a guy who failed his fucking test. Then was on TRT, then said, oh, I don't need TRT. He came off of it, and there you go. That's my fucking problem with TRT right from the get-go. You either need TRT or you don't. You can't get a doctor to prescribe it and say, oh, I don't need it, and I'll come off of it. You're not a cheat, and now he failed his – oh, sorry. You're a cheat, and now he failed his IQ test. Not only is he a steroid cheat, but he's fucking stupid. And that was, if people don't know, that was Bisbing going off on people that were taking TRT specifically because, like, the whole Vitor Belfort issue that he had and stuff like that. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny. I went back and found, like, all these articles of Bisbing going off like that. But Drysdale did pop, and it's now everybody's going after him again for that. So I'm curious to see how uh, whether or not he's finally going to take a match against Gordon or, or what he's going to do. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, it's like I don't like Drysdale's great, man. He's he's really good. That's, but it's been a while since he's competed at any kind of level that Gordon, you know, that Gordon. For sure. So it's like it's it's almost like he's part of the old guard, 
And I don't even know if that would make sense for him to come out of, out of like quasi retirement. For sure it wouldn't, but I would love to see it. But that was the same thing with Galvao. That's why the whole ADCC thing is so intriguing because Gordon went after Galvao months ago. And Galvao is like, oh, you're going to have to pay me millions of dollars to do this and do that and all this other stuff. And now all of a sudden he's going to do it at ADCC for a lot less. (laughs) Yeah, for a lot less. So it's like, dude, like you could have made a lot more if you would have taken the fight to to begin with. So that's kind of like – you know, and Gordon said it. He's like, my my legacy in jujitsu is pretty much cemented already. Anything else is basically icing on the cake. Well, he's dude. He's a, he's he's uh, he won the open, the absolute. Yeah. Uh, he um one weight, one weight. He's won worlds at Nogi. The only thing that he could do now that would really cement him as one of the absolute best grapplers of all time would be to win Gi Worlds. Yeah. If he won Gi Worlds, I mean, there's literally not a single thing that anybody could say. I mean, technically speaking, people really can't say anything right now anyway. But let's see. I got main achievements. Uh, um, Excuse me. He got uh, ADCC 2017-2019, IBJJF World Nogi's 2018. Uh, I guess, hold on. What am I reading here? Oh, he did. Uh, so 20. Yeah. So he's three time ADCC world champion, um, two time uh, Nogi champion because he got weight and at absolute. Um, then Nogi champion pans Nogi championship 2018 weight and absolute quintet EBI six EBI eight EBI 11 EBI 14 kinetic. Um and second place, he got second at ADCC at Absolute in 2017. So, I mean, listen, that alone is already puts him up higher than a lot of the people that we know in the sport. Yeah, I mean, he's – I to me, he's the best grappler on the planet right now. Yeah. And a close second is going to be Lachlan Giles if he keeps on working that way. Did you see that Lachlan uh, started up his YouTube channel, or he had a YouTube channel? Now finally, everybody's going to to look at it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Lachlan has uh, his YouTube channel. He's got a bunch of instructionals on there. So the next couple of weekends and or weeks, uh, I'll probably be doing that just to break it down and, and learn whatever I can and just uh, drill with uh, with the guys at the gym. The best meme I saw was um, Have you ever seen? That meme of uh, Elmo looking at, he's got food on one side and a mound of Coke on the other. No. Okay. It's it's a hilarious. And basically he's looking at the two and then the second picture, he's got his face in the mound of Coke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> so the in the meme, it's like Gordon Ryan is the food. You're right. Take Gordon Ryan winning double gold at ADCC. And then the uh, cocaine is Lachlan Giles. And then uh, uh, Elmo is BJJ community. (laughs) You have to, you have to send it to me so I can post it. Dude, it's all, it's funny. Oh, uh, speaking of which, how about we give a shout out to our boy Gilbert Burns, who's now number 15 in, uh, in his new weight division. Yeah, 170 might be his his place uh, to go. His place to be like I had I actually had Herbert on my other podcast this week. 
Oh, nice. Um, and we talked a little bit about it and, and how, you know, we'd like to get the Burns brothers on the same card at one point. How cool would that be? Oh, for sure. It's going to happen for sure. It's going to happen like without a doubt, but let me see. Like if you look at the actual roster itself, it's kind of like, man, that's tough. And it's a lot of people that he knows too, that he's friends with, but 14 is Vicente Luque. So obviously like literally training partners, guys that have sat there and have been together for the last what almost 10 years now eight years at least and they're tied up there on 15 and 14 and then it's Robbie Lawler so then you make it three teammates that are on their 15 14 and 13 and then you have Pettis Askren which by the way all three of those guys can beat the crap out of Ben Askren the Robbie Lawler thing I still think was just a fluke and a bad call and then it starts getting crazy. Damian Maya, eh, I have a feeling Gilbert could definitely handle Damian Maya. Stephen Thompson, Santiago Pontenibio, Nate Diaz, Rafael Dos Anjos, Leon Edwards, Jorge Masvidal, Colby, Tyrone, and Kamaru going all the way to one. So it's like literally one, two, three, four out of the 15 are um, hard knocks, Henry Hooft guys, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that is nuts that he trains with on a daily basis. Yeah. So, and I mean, I don't think I'll ever see, we'll ever see a Kamaru Gilbert fight. That's never going to happen. But I mean, anybody else on the list is, I th- I know that Gilbert wanted that Anthony Pettis fight like a long time ago, but him against Darren Till would be good. Him against uh, Ponce Nibio, Gilbert against Nate Diaz. That would be awesome. That would be great. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because the problem is, is Nate would box him in that situation. I mean, Gilbert's boxing has got better. But the thing is, is that Nate doesn't have the knockout power. And Gilbert can definitely take punches. So that will for sure would be tough. But then if it goes to the ground, there's uh, uh, I can't. I can't say that Nate can handle Gilbert on the ground. No, I, 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 would, I would put Gilbert's jiu-jitsu way above Nate's. Yeah, and Nate has really good jiu-jitsu. And Nate's got really good jiu-jitsu. It's, it's, just, the, it's just the fact that, um, you know, Gilbert is a jiu-jitsu world champion and is incredible. The only thing, the, the X factor would be Nate's length. Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, any, any fight that you give – whether it's Vicente Luque or Gilbert um, in that 14 or really like 12 um, choices would be a crazy fight. I yeah, mean, Vicente's got a fight coming up. Somebody. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, it's somebody in the top, t- top 10. I'll tell you right now because he did get uh it was announced the, the other day. Um, it's not the, the Tampa card. Let me see. Vicente Luque. I'll tell you right now because I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, come on. Vicente Luque is going to fight. Come on, guys. Give me something. Steven Thompson. Yeah. At uh, UFC 244. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be in New York at that same time. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. I even messaged Luque about trying to, to come in and, and photo him for it. So, I might try and sneak in on that one. So that's going to be a great fight too. I'm curious to see because how Steven Thompson fights against Luke 
would definitely help Gilbert out every step of the way. And it's funny enough, Gilbert was trying to get on the Tampa card now because one of the fighters uh, had to drop out. So he posted something saying, oh, just give me a call. I will drive to Tampa right now and make weight. I'm not even joking. So he's crazy. Some Somebody help my friend. He's going crazy. Um, how about this? Do you uh, remember when we talked about Henner and his whole quick flip hoodie thing? Yeah, yeah. On Shark Tank? Right. Well, evidently, he's making gangbusters and is breaking Amazon records. So he, uh, they, they put it up on Amazon and it's getting pushed and it was on the Amazon stream. So, you know, it's one of those things that once it's on there, you're basically getting free publicity and everyone's going to want to see it. They, well, sold- yeah, that's, what the, that's what Shark Tank really is. Shark Tank is free advertising. Commercial. That's what yeah. that is. And yes, some people, yeah, I mean, they do actually, um, invest in the company that's that's real but what's what's worth it what what's worth going on that is has everything to do with that free advertising you get because there are people that watch that show that like would never have seen the product and be like wow i need that product oh no it's a win-win because there's products that have been on there that They've not even made a deal like the Shark Tank people didn't um, buy into it or they didn't work out a deal and the company still succeeded. Like the biggest example is you ever see those little plastic like wine cups that they have at bars. They even have them at like bowling alleys and stuff. You could get them at the gas station. They're the little small little uh, plastic cups of wine with the aluminum lid. You oh, know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was on Shark Tank. They had offered him a deal and he didn't take it. They offered him like a really shitty deal. Like they wanted to own the company and they would get only like they'd take like 80% and stuff like that. But they gave him like a lot less than what he was asking. He's like, fuck that. No way. I'm not going to do that. He's like the second that that episode aired, his phone started ringing off the hook. And now he owns 100% of that company. I think he, he probably signed a little bit of a deal, like maybe 10, 20% of it away, but he kept everything and fucking made gangbusters. So it's like, no matter what you do, you're, you're gonna win unless you have a really, really shitty product. You're gonna win. So they really don't put a lot of shitty products on. No, they definitely throw in a couple of every once in a while, but, but most of them for the most part, I would say, I would say at least 90% of them are, are, Money makers. For sure. Well, that's exactly what happened. So in one week alone, they sold roughly around 50,000 hoodies. They have sold so many that he literally had to hire 13 more employees to help meet the just the shipping demands alone. That's awesome. Congrats. Good on, congratulations, Henner. Listen, you know, I love seeing entrepreneurship happen. Yeah, and as much as I think like the idea is dumb, whatever, like I think it's goofy. I'm not gonna sit there and knock the guy for making money, you know. You yeah, that's you- exactly it. To me, it it like it doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't mean it doesn't make sense to somebody. Yeah, so you know, good on you, man. He's definitely making money, and I'm a. I forget who it was that bought into the company for Shark Tank. So he he ended up pulling all the right strings. So. You know, we haven't seen him compete in IBJJF. That's because he's making money. So good on you, man. More props. I, to you. I don't honestly. I don't ever. I don't ever remember seeing Henner compete ever. I know ha- uh, Halleck did, 
and he had like a couple of the fights and stuff like that. I think Hanner did do one or two, but I can't even see. Let me see. I'll pull it up right now. Why not? I'm here on BJJ Heroes. I'll look it up. I got nowhere to go. Uh, come on, pull this up. But you that's know. even even if he hasn't, that that makes the whole story even cooler. Yeah, because he's built this empire. Well, like help uh, you know establish an empire without you know ever having to get like a real big name in jujitsu from competition. Let me see. I could be wrong though. He might have competed at some point. I mean, not, I'm sure. Not since I can remember, have I seen Henner compete? I got here on Gracie, um, but he's not even on IBJJ or BJJ Heroes. Let me see, Gracie University, Gracie. R e n n e r. No, R e n e r. There's not two uh, ends. Negative. Uh, I guess I'm sure he must have competed, but there's nothing on here. Oh, here we go. Uh, received his black belt in 2002 from Helio Gracie. Competed in 2003 Pan Ams and took third place. Later that year, participated in the first Southern California Pro Am Invitational. Um, Henner was the only one of 16 competitors to wear a gi. He won first place, submitting all four of his opponents. His opponents were Joe Stevenson, Cassio Wernick, Jason Mayhem Miller, and Tyrone Glover. Henner retired from point-based sport jiu-jitsu competition to focus on street self-defense aspect of jiu-jitsu. And then, you know, Gracie University and stuff like that. So he's always been an entrepreneur more than anything. Yeah, he's, he's been more of that than, a, than an actual competitor. Hey, speaking about people making money, did you uh, did you watch Joker? Not yet. Not oh, yet. man, you haven't time. watched it yet? I haven't had time. You want me to tell you what happened? I know what happened. No, it doesn't go to the original storyline. No, I know. I watch. I, I read the spoilers because that's what I do. That's so stupid. Why would you bother. read the spoilers? Oh, well, listen. It was. I mean, the only thing that bugged me was just a couple of little like cheesy twists that they were trying to work in there. Um, Everybody but, says the movie's absolutely perfect. I don't know if it's perfect, but it's damn near perfect. I liked it. I thought it was great. The only thing, you know what? The only thing that really got me that I thought was kind of annoying was the really like forced sense of symbolism. Like they really pushed it a little bit too hard instead of making it subtle. Yeah. Cause like the whole making, if you notice for those of you, I guess, well, you haven't watched it yet. So you like, I guess there's parts that you're going to only see visually. You can't really read about it. But if you notice when you watch the movie, the, Every person in his life who is, I guess, not so much as an authority figure, but someone who is trying to help him better himself or trying to be like an authority figure that's trying to help him is black. So he like there's the girl that he likes that is black. There's his counselor, uh, the the government counselor or whatever that's trying to help him that gives him medication is black. And then another person who's trying to like, it's, it's always like seems that way for whatever reason. But then like when they show Robert De Niro, who's his like idol and that's who he wants to like go to is all white. He wears all white, like literally wears an all white suit, which makes absolutely no sense. But you'll get the idea of where I'm coming from once, once you start watching the movie. But right. A hundred percent. You got to watch it. I'm surprised you didn't go see it yet. For once, I watched the movie before you did. Yeah, no, I just, I just haven't had time. I had PD last weekend, 
Yeah. So when I have him, I don't really get the time to go see movies. And then this weekend, I am competing in IBJJF. Or are you going to compete? Yeah. I'm going to be there, but I'm only going to be there for like the first half because I can't stay there the whole day. Yeah. I And what sucks is, is I, I hurt my chest last Friday. I went up to combat club for Nogi and I reached underneath somebody. I had him in full guard. I reached underneath him and I like tore something in my chest on my right side. You'll be all right. Just don't. Yeah, it's, it feels a lot better. So yeah. I, so I've been kind of resting it. Um, I didn't train today um, as far as like jujitsu. I haven't trained at all yeah. since Friday. Um, but I've been doing a lot. I do I, like I did a bunch of cardio yesterday. I did yoga today. I did cardio tomorrow. I'll do yoga and cardio, and hopefully Thursday I can get back in the pool. Yeah, so, just ice and massage it. I wouldn't even like if you're gonna swim. I'd just go super light. But well, yeah, it's just, it would just be a super slow breaststroke. Yeah, I would just ice and massage it, but I, you'll be fine by Saturday. Listen, how many people are in your bracket? Actually, there's four, and oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I got an interesting story. The guy, so I'll, who one of the guys in my bracket is Charlot, who's the guy I went against in the metal right before the medal round at the Worlds in 2015, who got the uh, rest decision against me. Oh, nice. So you get a little bit of payback. Uh, it's not payback. It wasn't him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have anything against him. I just, you know, now I know I got to do better. Yeah. If I get him, because uh, there's actually four people in the bracket. No, that's pretty good. Do you know the other three guys? I know Jason from, um, he's from, uh, I can't remember where, it's it's down south. Um, oh, oh, from Rodrigo, Rodrigo School down south. Oh, right. RMBJJ down south. And then um, there's another guy. I think it's the guy I competed against two years ago at Miami Open from Gracie Baja in uh, Boca. Right. So he's in it. So it's a tough division. I had to go down an age division because when I signed up, there was nobody in Master 4. So I said, all right, let me just – I'll just do Master 3. No, and good, there might man. be four after, you know, when I'll send – or five because I think there was – uh, as of Friday, there was somebody in um, Master Four. Right. Well, didn't the registration already closed? What's that? Oh, you're saying that there was somebody else in the end. Yeah, they're probably going to bump them down. Yeah. Oh man, that's good though. So I'll be yeah. there. So hopefully it'll be early enough that that I'll get to see it then. Are you gonna are you gonna wear your uh, Chocoloha patch gi there? Um, I don't know what gi. I didn't decide what gi. Can you make sure you wear a gi if you end up on the podium this time? Yeah. Just so you know, yeah, you got to wear one. Yeah, last yeah, I don't know which one. I last time I wore my inverted gear. I don't know what I'm gonna wear this time. Dude, I got the '93 brand gi, and I really like it. No, they make good gis, man. Actually, one of my favorite gis I actually ended up having given away was the was the '93 brand. It was the the one that had all the the Greek um, drawings and stuff on there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was it, I think it was like Mykonos or something like that. Yeah, I, I like, dude. I bought a bunch of their shorts. Um, I got the rash guard. I got one of their rash guards. You know, I, I it's you know things. You know, I, I really like like for a while. I was like like I never paid attention to ninety three brand, but then I got the I got one pair of shorts, and then I got another. I got the rash guard, and I'm like, man, I really like this brand. 
Let's see if I can't push and get a little. Uh, maybe I can get a sponsorship. I want to say they're kind of like they were either like a lower brand for like Fuji or something like that. Um, but no, they make really good stuff for, for really cheap. I listen, the only reason why I haven't purchased any more geese is just cause I don't need any more, but I would definitely buy, like buy, um, like uh, a couple of, uh, Cleos. That's what it was. Uh, I would buy some 93 brand geese. Uh, if you look up the 93 brand Cleos, K L E O S, um, that was one of my favorite geese. And I actually, I donated that one for the, um, remember we did, uh, I guess it was like for a jujitsu school in like Puerto Rico, Costa Rica or something like that. We donated all the geese. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Puerto Vida. Yeah. Puerto Vida. That's what it was. Yeah. No, I donated my, my geese. Speaking of which, how about, um, I can't give all the details yet, but we are going to, uh, be commentating on another, um, jiu-jitsu tournament coming up in november and uh, i was looking for the point system to to really have it so we can start showcasing like the points while we're doing the commentating and everything like that and actually i got saved by an unsuspecting or i guess a surprising person and uh, our friends over from bjj ambassador uh he hooked me up with the software that he coded himself he actually created the software that we're going to be using for this upcoming tournament. So shout out to BJJ Ambassador. Thank you very much for, for helping out. And actually, he literally made changes to his code um, to help me out because I just requested it. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. So you definitely have to check it out and uh, make sure that everybody uh, leaves some space at the at some point in November. I can't tell you just yet. I'm I'm working on all the details, but we're going to be spending an entire weekend commentating on a jiu-jitsu tournament. So yeah, shout out to BJJ ambassador. What are you doing? What are you typing up? Well, you know what it's funny is, is while we were talking, so I ordered um Did you just literally ago. buy a gi as we're talking? No, a couple months ago right before I did the, the match in the cage, mm-hmm. um, I had ordered some stuff from Rollmore. Yeah. Uh, and they were, and one of the, sh- the pair of shorts that I wanted, which was a 93 brand mm-hmm. were not in, in stock. So they said, so eventually we got around to it and I talked to them and they said, Oh, that's out of stock, but you can order this one. You can, you know, is there anything else? And I sent them a message and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll have this one. And I just realized while we were talking about it right now that I never got it. Nice. Way to go. So I just I just emailed customer support and said, hi, I never got this order. That's funny. They're actually really good. Um, Romo is actually really good. I was supposed to do a photo shoot there uh, at their, uh, I guess, headquarters. I think it was like upstate New Jersey, New York, something like that. Um, but it fell through. So hopefully I get to actually stop by one of their office one of these days. Um, we got to wrap it up in just a minute. But this weekend is uh, UFC Fight Night 161. And I think there's a couple of uh, fights that we should be taking uh, picks on. You think you're ready? Yep. You're going to try and redeem yourself one more time? Yeah, I did. I've been doing well. I'll take, you know, 50%. We only did two fights. I mean... Well, last time was only two fights, but I'm saying I yeah, actually last time before I won. One out of fifty ain't bad. I like those odds. Um, oh, speaking of which, you haven't gone to uh, 
I meant to tell you, we didn't really get into it, but you haven't gone to see Star Wars World yet, right? No. Dude, you got to go. Well, obviously. I went to I went to the one in, in Orlando. We went up there. Bro, sitting in the, the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Dream come true. Actually, I got to send you a photo. I took a photo that I think you or anybody will appreciate. I just haven't posted it yet. But yeah, I, and what's funny is 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 I've been really getting into Star Wars canon through uh, through through the comics. Yeah, um, Marvel's put out a new set of comics that have been incredible, um, and like going through the history of like Vader. Like, there's the one I'm reading right now is called uh, Target Vader, mm-hmm. and there's like bounty hunters. Like, it's they're really good stories. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm like, I'm really getting into the Star Wars lore. Um, so there's another one I'm reading. It's called Fallen Order, which is um, talking about a Jedi or, you know, like some Jedi that were left over and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, they're going to be doing a lot of like the side stories now. That's going to be kind of cool because for sure, Boba Fett. Well, yeah, they're going to end the movie. actual Star Wars story, but there's so many more stories out there. Yeah. I mean, the, the Boba Fett one is going to be cool. So I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. But all right, let's go into the fights because we got to close this up in just a minute. Um, UFC Fight Night 161. It's in Tampa. Uh, Eric Anders against Gerald Mearskart. I don't know who that is, but Eric Anders. We know. I'm going with Eric Anders on this one. Yeah, I want Eric Anders is is kind of on a on a on a slump. I think. I think he's lost his last two. Um, he's the Alabama football player. Yeah. Um. I'll go, I'll go. I don't know the other guy, so I'll go Anders. All right, yeah. that's a good way to look at it. Matt Frivola versus Luis Pena. Now, I did some work with Matt Frivola for Titan FC, and he really busted his ass, and he earned his way up the ladder to get into the UFC. He is definitely a a brawler, but a very smart brawler with some awesome jujitsu. So I'm going with him. I'll go the other guy because I don't know either. Luis Pena, they have pretty much a similar record. I think Frivola is seven one and one, and Luis Pena is seven and one. Yeah. All right. I'll go to the other guy just to make it interesting because I don't know. Here comes the good one: Mackenzie Dern against Amanda Ribas. Amanda Ribas. I can't go against my girl. You gonna go for Mackenzie? Yep. I am gonna go with Amanda. I think this might be the one that that rocks Mackenzie. Well, remember this is, this is Mackenzie's last, you know, the last fight we had Mackenzie was pre baby and she knocked that chick out. Yeah. So there's some, there's some power there. Like I didn't think she had that kind of power and, you know, maybe she got some mom strength out of this. So is that a thing? I don't know that I know there's like, look at, look at it. It happened with, uh, Cowboy, he he went on a nice little win streak after his son was born. That's dad strength. Dad strength and mom strength are two different things. So I I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard of mom strength. Me neither. But. Okay. All right. Well, you're gonna go with McKenzie. I'm gonna go with Amanda. And they got Brock Weaver against Thomas Gifford. Don't know either one of these. Don't know either one of them. So you pick, pick one. one and give me the other. I'll go with Brock just because Brock's a cool name. Okay. So you're going to go with Thomas? Yep. All right. Cub Swanson against Cron Gracie. 
Oh, that's the one, man. Yeah. I look, it's it's hard. It's hard to say goodbye to yesterday. No, it's it's hard to go against um Cub in this situation. Like I get it, it's Kron, but that's a tough test for his second fight in the UFC. I mean, it, it's Kron Gracie. And Cub, I know Cub made like this whole spiel about like he was kicked out of uh, Gracie gyms that he was trying to train at because they're like, oh, we can't go up against like uh, a Gracie or something. I don't know, some bullshit story. I don't know if I really believe it. But I think Cub has the potential to knock Kron out. Um, Grappling wise, I don't think it'll be as easy for Kron, but I definitely think if it goes down to the ground, Kron is going to handle it pretty quickly. Yeah, that yeah, that's exact. That's exactly it. It won't be. It it can be easy for Cub, and it and it, I can't see it being super easy for Kron. Yeah. So that's why I have to go with Cub. So you're gonna go with Cub too? I'm going with Cub. That's um, that. That's what I'm saying. I guess we'll have to see. And here's here's the big one. This one's gonna be a big one. Joanna Janjacek versus Michelle Watterson. Oh, Karate Hottie's on a tear. You're going to go with Karate Hottie? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're going to go with Joanna? I don't know. Man. I'm, I'm thinking. Give me a second to think this out. Listen, jo- Joanna's has a, a long hill to climb back up. I don't know if Michelle Watterson is really still able to to handle her. Like, well, Watterson has been beating people up with her grappling. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, if that if she's figured that out and is going to take it to, you know, try to take this to the ground with with Joanna. Let me see. I'll and, tell you. And, and her striking, her karate striking. I'm going. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go with Michelle Watterson. You're going to go with Karate Hottie. Yes. I'm going to go with Joanna on this one, just because I think. Which is, by the way, I'm doing that in protest. It's just. Okay. It's, it's hard to go against Joanna mm-hmm. because she's such a little savage. But I the, I think the problem with Joanna is, is what happens with a lot of fighters, like we've talked about, is she's gotten too civilized. I don't know if it's that. I think it's just, you know, you can you can only burn that bright for such a long time before you burn yourself out. You know what I mean? Like literally she she lost to Rose Namajunas twice, beat Tisha, and then lost to Valentina Shevchenko. Meanwhile, Watterson beat Courtney Casey, beat Felice, and then beat uh Carolina Kowal Like she beat her by decision. So Felice, she took Felice to decision too. And Felice is, is pretty solid. I still think that Joanna is going to come back. She's faced a lot stronger and a lot tougher uh, opponents in, I don't know. I mean, cause I'm looking at a Watterson's record and really like she beat Paige, Angela Magana, like, okay, big deal. But then, like, Courtney, Felice, and Carolina, those are big fights. Meanwhile, you know, Joanna has been fighting, let's see, Juliana Lima, Claudia Gadelia, Carlos Barca, Jessica Penne, Valerie Letourneau, Claudia Gadelia again, Carolina, Jessica Andrade. She beat all those. 
she handed everyone their ass, stayed undefeated until she lost to Rose. Right, and then she's had a she's had a rougher time since then. Right, but I, I mean, come on, that's what I'm saying. It's how long can you stay that high level? And she was doing it. She was undefeated since 2012. Not even technically, yeah. really under yeah, undefeated since uh, March of 2012, and she didn't lose until 2017. I mean, five years, five years, yeah, almost six. Yeah, but five years has been is almost two years. And but the, her that losing streak has been lasting not a losing streak but but she's gotten more losses over the last two years than she had in the in those five so it's like well obviously again, she was undefeated what's that I'm, yeah I, what I'm saying is though is it's it's one of those things where she's almost like is she on the downswing or is she just need a it's it's hard. I just I, that's I don't why think, I'm, I'm, I don't think she's on a downwing per downswing per se, but I definitely know for fact that she's just kind of, you know, she's changing her her sights, and then in the long run, she wants to have a family and like have kids and stuff like that. So you're, yeah, like, like I said, she's gotten too um, civilized. I don't know, man. She seems like a beast anytime I seen her at the gym. Doesn't look like a civilized lady to me. So, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. You you have your point. I just, I'm a Joanna fan too. So, I'm going yeah, with I'm, I'm a, That's the whole thing is I'm a fan. I'm just going with, um, you know, to me, it's just, it's more of the fact that it's, it's just Michelle Watterson is more of a, has been, has a more of a hotter winning streak. I mean, I don't know if I'd agree with it. I see what you're trying to say, but I don't know if I would agree with it. Just because. We'll find out. We'll find out this weekend. Right, we'll find out. So, all right. We got all the records. I think that's it. That's all we got, unless you got something else for me. Not a thing. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Make sure you check out our sponsors, Choke Aloha, uh, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., Giraffe Choke. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. You can't neither. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Living's in right. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time.